Merry Christmas, everyone. What, what? Welcome to episode 160, 159, 158, something like that. Something like that, doesn't matter. Doesn't really matter, does it now? You no. Once you once you pass a certain amount, it doesn't matter. You know what? You it, li- did, it used to matter. It used to be like a point where you go, oh, we're on episode 12, we need to do this. Yeah. Now it's like episode whatever, and you just go. It's like, it's like you know, like millionaires. It's like, when when's the point? Do they, do they stop caring about how much oh, money yeah. they got? You know what I mean? They don't look at the bank every day and go, oh, oh yeah, I've got another million pounds. They go, whatever. They yeah. don't care. I often think that, like, I listen to some other podcasts, and they're, you know, the hosts introduce themselves, and they go, this is episode something or And I'm like, fuck me. We never do any of that. We try, but we just sort of just mumble through it, don't we? Just wing it, mate. Yes. Just wing it. How's Rob? your week been, Rob? Any good? Um, Run okay. anybody over? Seen, I don't know, shot a bird, thrown a pineapple at someone? I'd like to. Do you know, I might throw a pineapple at someone. <laughs> I'm going, I'm doing a job tonight, I'm in Leamington, so uh, maybe I could... Royal Leamington Spa, yeah, yeah. don't you know? Yeah, so I might uh, might throw pumpkins at people. What you got to do? What's um, going on up there? children's nursery thing. How the fuck did you get in there? You've been criminal records checked. No. <laughs> Jesus Christ. I did, but they just didn't... I just crossed out. That's why you work in there the at night. Stuff. They need the job done. <laughs> Unfortunately, I, I cr- Rob's I, the only person to do it. I crossed out everything on the list. It just says my name. That's <laughs> basically everything else is just crossed out. <laughs> I've got to mention, before we start, um, obviously we're going to do another episode next week. and I don't know what we're going to do there because it's Christmas. And then in the new year, early new year, I've got, I don't know when the job's going to start, but sometime in January, I'm going to be properly, like, fucked for time. Sort of like, you know, five o'clock in the morning till eight o'clock, nine o'clock at night. Yeah. Five, possibly seven days a week, potentially. So I honestly don't know how I'm going to fit any research in. We, might, we just have to, like we say, freestyle it. Are people, do people want to hear that? Though? Well, they can... Maybe they can check us ideas. Oh yeah, yeah. And we can just like talk about it. Maybe or we, we could do some, like a random like we could do like what happened in the week, like in the news, really stupid things, and then yeah, uh, you know, and just do that for a bit, and then and then once we've everything sorted, we can get cracking again normally. Yeah, I just want it's apparently meant to be. In fact, let, let's let ev- our listeners decide yeah, what we want to do. Yeah, let us know. They want you to do double the research, yeah. <laughs> two episodes <laughs> a week, two hours long each. <laughs> yeah, uh, it's supposed to be an eight-week uh, job. But it's on a, a military base, and my experience there lets me leads me to believe that it's going to be double that, double the time. There's fuck all I can do about it. So <coughs> anyway, oh well, we'll figure it out. As long as you get a, a you know fifty cal machine gun or a tank or something, they point guns at you when you walk in. It always makes me nervous. That does. Literally, I stare down the barrel of a machine gun when I point. What you should do is walk in <laughs> with with like a blazer and just hold hold each like edge of it and just look really nervous. Well, you don't want to fuck about. <laughs> man, I'm telling you, I'd they be like, I'd be, it'd just be me doing it then. I'd be like, um, robots for eyes. Uh, Tom's been shot dead. Um, <laughs> uh, what do you want to talk about? He's becoming an episode. Um, <laughs> you talk about his death for yeah, two yeah, hours. Yeah. Episode sixty-five. Tom's death. <laughs> so uh, Jessica Hill. Okay, she sounds like um, an American uh, college student to me. Jessica Hill. I suppose that could be a profession, couldn't it? Professional student, just keep doing it forever. Yeah, I'm, I'm sure people do that. Shocking, isn't it? How much people get charged to go yeah, to university? Yeah, but these these some people they're just either completely minted or they're so clever that someone like bends down and goes, "Here's some cash, do it." Oh, like a scholarship. Yeah. yeah, even though there's probably no nothing that they'll get from it. Maybe, maybe Chris Cooper. Chris Cooper, um, he um, isn't there something called a Cooper, like a like a tool? 
It's a beer. I know that. Cooper beer, yeah. Okay. He makes, he makes Cooper beer. I think it's an Australian beer. I'm sure it is. Good day, mate. <clears throat> they do decent homebrew as well. Do they? Yeah, I say decent, but all homebrew tastes a bit pissy, do not it? Is that the one where you just like add water and shake it, and then <laughs> you leave it for about a week, and then it's meant to be beer? You drink it too early. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Why it tastes like piss. Yeah. So it's not ready yet. Althea Hudson. Um, I'm going to go... Um, with that one, I'm going to say that she... That one. That one. That person. That's That's got a bit of a pop star ring to it. Like, you know, actually, like a really yeah. cheesy, like a really cheesy pop star. Yeah. You know, like like a buble sort of thing. Yeah, she'd be opening up for Katy Perry. Yeah, yeah, or something like that, yeah, Tonight yeah. at the O2 Arena. <laughs> yeah. Perry, sponsored by Althea Hudson. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I, I'd go with that, yeah. A bit of a cheesy one. Not not like a pop artist one. Just like a like a cheesy sort of, like like a buble sort of thing. Oh, that sound, yeah. Crap Christmas songs. Grant Williams. Grant Williams. Um, did he make cars? Or was he? Oh, Williams is yeah, yeah. yeah. Or or, or whisk is is there a whiskey? No, it's Grant's, isn't it? So maybe he made whiskies in cars. Yeah, I Grant mean, Williams. Alcohol and cars. vehicles. You know, it's, it's a great combo apparently. And you could bet on it as well. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so everything bad in one. Yeah. <laughs> Um, all right then, yeah. Social media. If you want to get us, just do whatever you need to do. You know what to do. Google Robots for Eyes, uh, Facebook most likely, Instagram. Don't bother with Twitter, really. You can, but don't bother. Yeah, yeah. And when Reddit, r forward slash Robots for Eyes. Yeah, I still don't quite know it, so I'm not <coughs> going to ask again because I st- I've been asking for weeks and I still so don't quite well, know. I'll it. just send you a link and you can just figure it out. Yeah. And if you want to win the piece of art that Rob is about to create, all you need to do is share our shit when it comes up on your feed. Yeah. On whatever platform you happen to be on, yeah, and then we'll pick you at random. When when are we doing um <coughs> the mixed um next uh, beginning of next year? Okay, the, mi- the mixed sort of yeah, the, the super package thing. Yeah, with Carousel Snipe. Yeah, because what we were gonna, <coughs> I know I mentioned it. See that thing, professional coughing on microphone. I mentioned it. Uh, I don't know maybe a month ago that we're gonna do like a send some merch over to them. They're gonna do it to us, a few t-shirts, whatever. The deal's and been done. Yeah, we've done it, but I haven't sent the stuff over. Yeah, and <laughs> <laughs> and I'm not going to do it now because it's Christmas and it'll just get lost in the post. Yeah. So. Oh yeah, you did mention it last week. I remember. Yeah. Now. Did I? I think you did. I can't remember. So we'll just I'll just send it next year and then, and then we'll be picking a winner at random who once a month is going to get a bumper, two t-shirts and some other stuff. Whatever. Mm. You know yeah. the deal. Yeah. They all know the deal now. Okay. It's, like, it's, it's only the new ones that don't know, but they'll know after this episode. Oh, by the way, new new people have to give us a hundred thousand pound each. Yeah, do that if you yeah, can. Yeah. That'd be <laughs> nice. Reasonably decent. Yeah, I think that's pretty fair. Shall we boot on with the episode? <laughs> yeah, let's do it. Part two of Robert the Truck Killer person. Robert the Truck Killer Rhodes. Yeah. Yeah, man. Would that be his boxing name? You know, they have like like David the Haymaker Hay. Robert the Truck Killer. I think Robert the Slanty Eye Rhodes. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. So I've done, obviously uh, last week, no one can see it, obviously. But I've done my interpretation what I thought you looked like. 
And then, because I've seen a picture of him now, I've done a new picture of him, obviously. Yeah, he's got a weird eye. I, I, I should have really bothered my ass to research why he's, uh, I think it's his right eye. He looks like he's had a stroke or something. It's possible. Yeah. Maybe he was just winking a lot at people and he <laughs> got stuck. Perpetually winking after he got arrested. Maybe, maybe he's he winking. fell over in police custody maybe, a few times. Yeah, maybe. Maybe he was winking a lot out the window. Because, you know, they say wind makes your f- apparently makes your face go hard, which is a load of bollocks. <laughs> maybe he's just going to... Wind makes your face go hard. Oh, like you said, like you when your grand says, don't pull a face because if the wind blows, it gets stuck like yeah, that. Yeah, it gets stuck like that. Maybe that's what's happened to him. Because he's, wink, he's wink, like winking at all the prostitutes as he's <laughs> going by. <laughs> and his face has got stuck. <laughs> okay, so I'm going to talk about basically um, highway killers for a little bit. So the US began construction of its, I think it's around 43,000 mile national highway system in the 1950s, right? So they went for it. Well, yeah, because like, before that, it was a nightmare to, to travel up. It's a big place, isn't it? And if you haven't got... Is it? Yeah, I think it's a little bit bigger than Wales. Yeah, okay. Yeah, just, um, I don't know. Maybe just a bit smaller. We'll <laughs> yeah. see. It's like, so before that, it was like a nightmare. Obviously, yeah, yeah. This is a revelation once this, this system was completed. Um, people could just get around. Mm. I suppose, uh, you know, we kind of take it for granted that you can just drive in a straight line for a long time. Yeah, yeah. and it's, yeah cut travel times down but back then no it was different but after its completion a new phenomena appeared do, 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 do. Um, and the first signs were I think in the 1960s and 70s when America's murder rate spiked and we were like what the fuck was going on at the time that I don't think they really realised but now it's it's pretty obvious yeah. the criminals are taking advantage of the new improved transport yeah. system on the road again <laughs> yeah yeah and they're just killing people and like fleeing the state or whatever yeah, and yeah. that's essentially when the highway killer was born i mean like we had highway killers before on horseback didn't we you know what i mean yeah yeah, yeah. but it's, it's a bit different though isn't it yeah it's like like you it's obvious when that's happening yeah, you know what i mean yeah 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 like like um like there's like um historic ones you know, I'm sure there's ye old Robin Hood highway killers. And yeah, but the th- highwayman pub. Those highway um, killers, though, they, they can't. They don't actually have torture chambers in the back of their fucking horse. horse. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, have you got a giant box on the back of your horse? Mate? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Screaming women in there. <laughs> Winning. Women. Yeah, lots of screaming women. That was slang for women back that in the day. It probably was. And there's been loads of of highway killers. Um, I'll go through a few here. Ed Kemper. He used to pick up female hitchhikers. On the highways around Santa Cruz, and then obviously having his wicked way and murdering. He's a big hitter. He's one of the people that we've been requested to to cover. Right, okay. Because we yeah. haven't yet. He's the legendary one. Yeah, oh yeah, he's up there. He's the one that if, if you were a truck stop killer and you had like a god of truck stop killers, he'd be at the top. There. I'm not sure if he'd be the god. Would he be? Would he be like um? Be in the premiership for would sure. Be like Scarface, like the leader, virtually of it. I don't think he. Be, I don't know enough. No. I don't know enough, but I know that he's he's in the Premier League. Yeah, yeah, of highway killers. Yeah, yeah. Uh, maybe, maybe even the Champions League. It could be the champions, but he's up there. Yeah, he's okay. a famous person. Yeah, yeah. Uh, then you had a guy called Roger Kibb, and he was or, he, known as the I five Strangler, and he used to dump victims along the highways of Central Valley in California. Mm-hmm. And these were just random. They weren't truck drivers. They were just dudes. Yeah, they were just doing it. And but it didn't take long for long haul truck drivers to get in on the action as well. Okay, they were like, oh, we could do this. Yeah, and then you had. Um, Edward Surratt, and he was an actual, an actual lorry driver, 1977 to 1978. So it's only a year. And uh, he killed around 18 people on the highways of Pennsylvania and Ohio. So that's pretty... So so in the Olympic event, he would be doing the 100 metres. He's, yeah, he's, not, do, he's not doing like the, the thousand, yeah. you know, or the marathon. Yeah, Robert Rhodes is a marathon runner. Yeah. He, 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 uh, he took his time, but killed a lot of people. Yeah. But... 
you know, the other fellow, whatever his name was. Surratt, yeah, he killed Yeah, he, he basically did a 100 metre sprint, didn't they? Of murders. Flat out, mate, yeah. flat out. He was a horrible fuck. He'd break into people's homes, immediately shoot the male victim, and then kidnap, rape, and kill the, uh, you know, the, the female. I mean, what's all that? Did he just wake up one morning and went, I'm bored. I know. I'll do this. I fancy a bit of rape, but I don't want to fight men, so I'm going to shoot him in the face straight away. It's grotty, isn't it, mate? He was arrested in 1978 for raping a mother and her daughter in front of their tied-up husband or father, which is, I mean, come on, man. Mm-hmm. That's next level, isn't it? Yeah, that's, that's uh, what? Yeah, a bit hardcore, isn't it? That's beyond words. You wouldn't be waking up expecting that, would you, on that day? No, it's like when I'm researching this stuff, I'm like, I write it down, I'm like, what the fuck? <laughs> is this real? Is it is just this, like some sort of internet? This is why it's mad it's murderers, because it's like, for someone else, for the other person, the victim, it's just sudden chaos from nowhere. Oh, yeah. And it's just like, what the fuck? Imagine if it happened now, someone just yeah. walks it. Uh, yeah. You didn't know about it, it just fucking happened. Your heart's resting, it's nice and calm, and then all of a sudden it's going a billion beats a second. Wrong <laughs> it seems to be with most of it, murders, when you think about it, it's wrong place, wrong time. Simple yeah. ass, isn't it? Yeah. You had a guy called Joe Menthony, I believe his name is, the cannibal truck driver who put human flesh in burgers. Oh, nice. So he, did he have like a burger wagon? I don't as know. Well? I don't know. I hope so. Like on the back of it, like like he's delivery driving. Oh, why are you carrying a truck with like a burger wagon? He's just put barbecues probably at the weekend. Long pig it? burgers. Yeah. That's what you call it. <laughs> yeah, well, good band, the long pigs. You had um, Adam Wayne Ford, who apparently calmly walked into Humboldt County Sheriff's Office in California and handed over a woman's severed tit. Right, okay. As you do. Yeah, just slapped it on the desk and went, deal with that. Yep. Basically. He went, hello, I'm a biscuit, here's a tit. <laughs> and it was like, what the fuck? <laughs> Apparently, he killed four women between 97 and 98. I mean, it could be more. Oh, dear. Which is nuts, isn't it? Hello, I'm a biscuit. Here's a tit. Bye. <laughs> Imagine, like, they're doing all these crazy <laughs> crazy things, right? Imagine what it'd be like if you're able to read people's thoughts. You could just walk around, and everyone seems normal, don't they? Yeah, yeah. I mean, you do see the odd crazy person, but it's obvious that they're crazy because they're outwardly being mad. Yeah, but yeah, but it's, they've, they've, they've broke, though. There's a point where they, I think everyone's a bit crazy and everyone thinks a bit weird inside their head. There's no normal thinking from everyone. No, it's impossible. What is normal? Everyone's different. But with the ones which are going mad, they've just clicked. There's like something that's just like the string, which is the crazy string, has snapped and they've just gone, right, I'm just going to just do it. I'm going to go hand a tit in at a police yeah, station. I'm going to physically show that everyone that I'm crazy. Yeah, I'm going to do it. But I think it'd be terrifying if you could read people's thoughts. Yeah, it would be, wouldn't it? You'd be like, oh my God, I thought everyone was normal. Ah, fuck. He's but into But it pants. might be quite funny, though, as well. That bloke's like whacking cats. That geezer throws chickens at cows in fields at night just for a laugh. Yeah. What's <laughs> happening? Everyone's mad. Yeah, yeah, I think it'd be quite cool, though. Because some, some, well, one thing you'd know, like there's, you'd be able to potentially work out who's who will try and murder you or murder someone. And also, yeah. you might find something really funny about someone, like yeah. you know what I mean. You, obviously, you'll find some dark things and yeah. all sorts, but you might find, you know, someone that's like, like I don't know, like slapping turkeys <laughs> with, you know, just for, for fun or something. You know what I mean? Indeed, yeah, yeah. Bernard Matthews styley. Oh, I'll be on Bernie, yeah. Bernie boy. So, why do you reckon that the 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 truck driver profession produces so many? Serial killers when compared to other professions. Quick and easy, I think. I think it's a case of you pick them up and you can drive anywhere and drop them off dead somewhere. Well, the FBI did a press release in 2016. They said if there was such a thing as an ideal profession for a serial killer, it may as well be the long-haul truck driver. Mm-hmm. Now, they say they came to this... Con- may as well be. Like, might, oh, as well, yeah. might as well be. Fucking seems to be. <laughs> Sounds like they haven't done any research on it. May as well be them. They came to this conclusion after the FBI's Highway Serial Killing Initiative investigated the murders of more than 750 victims. 
uh, found next to highways, they identified nearly 450 potential suspects, right? So they've got yeah. this broad net, and a disproportionately large number of them were tr- truck drivers. Okay. So it seems that the trucker profession attracts a statistically higher percentage of serial killers. Okay, yeah. And the victims in trucker cases are predominantly uh, women who are living high-risk, nomadic lifestyles, taking drugs, typically sex workers, that tends to be. Because then, I suppose this is why you should just make this stuff legal. Yeah. Because these these girls are putting themselves in dangerous situations. If it was legal, that situation wouldn't exist. Mm. It would be a lot safer. Anyway, it's just my opinion. Yeah. Um, But blokes do get whacked as well. That that does happen. It's not just all, it's not all females. Yeah, well, yeah. I mean, everyone's got their own thing, haven't they? You know <laughs> yeah. what I mean. So, <laughs> yeah. But the, you probably have to. But the thing is, we, we're talking about truck stop killers, killers at the moment, as in, as in, like, um, they go around raping and killing. But there might be some who just go, oh, "I just fancy a kill." Yeah. I just fancy yeah. going up to someone, stabbing them in the eye in the bush for just for shits and giggles. That's where they get that. That's where they get off. And rubbing a bit of turd in it or something no, after. F- I ain't touching. I'm not raping them. No way. That's yeah. horrible. I'm just going to stab him in the eye Cut and, the put, head off and put a turd in it. <laughs> yeah, you know what I mean? Thing. Why? That's just what I do. So these victims are usually picked up at truck stops or service stations, mainly sexually abused, Where there's people. Yeah, 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 <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah pretty much, yeah. yeah. And then they're dumped along the high. It's as simple as that, man. Bish, yeah. bosh, bang, job done. Um, the lifestyle of long-haul truck drivers compared... Uh, combined with the the huge distances that they, I mean, they're traveling massive, huge mm. distances, as well as the unsafe lifestyles of the victims. I suppose it makes kind of like for rich pickings, so to speak. Okay. And if a body's usually found, multiple state police forces are, are are usually involved because the crimes cross state lines, which further complicate the investigation process. Right. Yeah. Because because of different laws and they, they kind of get They've protected. Got to by shit, don't they? I, I think there's just like more, more people involved. It's why, just more why shit. Did, why can't they just go look? He's murdered someone. I know your rules are know. different, but it doesn't matter. He's murdered someone. I don't know if it's because the rules are different. So there has to be like a cross communication. They have to work with each other, and then they just yeah, yeah they, they have to. But it, they're like certain. Um, it's obviously murder's murder. But but it's classed differently in different states, isn't it? I mean, some obviously it's serious, but some are more serious than others. Yeah, so you could do the same murder in one state and you'll get the death penalty, and you do a murder in another state and you'll get fucking like two minutes in yeah. prison or something. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. And and usually as well, in in a lot of these cases, there's no witnesses, and um, there's you know forensic evidence is is usually non-existent almost. Why, why don't they put like dash cams that, that have to use like like it links up to like a main office somewhere for every trucker? Well that's what they say. They reckon that serial killer truck drivers potentially get away with the crimes around 40% of the time well which not. is... It's not bad odds if, you, if you're thinking about it. Yeah, I know, yeah. It's not quite a flip a coin but it's, it's pretty much is. Yeah. But times are changing because obviously you've got more security cameras and people communicate faster. It's not saying it's safe but it's it's a lot safer than it used to be. Nothing's yeah. 100%, is it? It's DNA, which is the... Uh, could have got away if it wasn't for those meddling kids sort of situations. Isn't it? <laughs> those are meddling kids. Yeah. So shall we get into Robert Rhodes' first known murders? His, f- his first uh, official murder. Yeah, yeah. Official on paper that he's going, gone to prison for. Well, like, he's. I mean, this happened in 1990, and they're highly, highly unlikely to be the first ones because he told police, and he told some victims that he'd been doing it for about 15 years. Right, okay. And we know he became a truck driver in 1975. 
So these aren't his first, but unfortunately, it's just the case that we're not going to know. No, not going to know yet. Evidence may he's come to light. By the sound, of it, by the look of it, there's a reason why he can't speak because he's had a mad stroke or something. <laughs> yeah, so like he, can't, he can't. Yeah, but he's not going to speak, is nah. it? No, no, no way, mate. Even even if they went, look, you got cancer, you're going to die in four minutes. He doesn't give tell a us shit. everything. He'll just go. Oh, nah. It might be worth noting that the investigation of uh, of Rhodes was slowed considerably by lack of evidence because some victims were being identified in the mid the mid two thousands. Okay. So it's just quite a drawn out process. And it's also interesting to note that he got arrested very soon after these first official murders, like within four or five months. Right. So it's possible that he was becoming increasingly complacent and relaxed about his activities because he'd been doing it for so long at this point. Yeah. But when we get into how he was arrested, that doesn't, to me, that means he's done this so much. It's nuts he's arrested. Yeah. Um, so his first murders were, unfortunately, Pat- Patricia Walsh, who was 24, and Douglas Zikowski, who was 25. They left their home in Seattle in 1989 mm-hmm. and were hitchhiking to Georgia to attend some form of religious workshop as you do i'm not sure what that's about but does does that mean god's there making like like um budgie budgie cages (laughs) yeah yeah, like arts and crafts yeah with the lord Lord himself yeah (laughs) (laughs) this is um in january 1990 i think somewhere near el paso in texas patricia and doug accepted a lift from Rhodes. now to them he was just one of the many truckers that they got a lift off they've gone Probably, I don't know, I've got to be 10, honest. 20 or what, maybe more. I don't know what the Lord's lesson was that day because they were following everything that they could towards God and he just rinsed them. Well, he did, yeah. He, it's a, he knew the outcome. Yeah. Because, so why did he do that? To he, they were going to to worship him in his <laughs> Lord's workshop and they done him. Dead, Yeah, we don't want you there. <laughs> we'll Bye. you down. Yeah. Rob, sort him out. Um, interestingly as well, Rhodes, he considered a couple of, uh, two people, which is... I find that a bit weird because, like, that's a situation. If you're planning on killing them, which which he obviously was, mm-hmm. picking two people up is quite risky because if it starts like a fight for your life, mm. it's going to get a bit leery, man. Yeah, but in that situation, though, I think you got to go with the hard one first. You've got to get the first dig in, haven't you, really? If you've got a chance to do a double murder. And well, let's be honest, if you're doing your first murder, it's not going to be a straight double murder, is it, in a, in a truck? No. You're going to pick up one person, aren't you? Even I know that. Come on. Yeah. Come so on, murderers. Rob, he's done, it, he's done it loads of times. Well, he, I mean, that's probably why he killed Douglas Zukowski immediately. Like, we think within a few miles, and he dumped his body probably, they reckon, something like 320 miles away from El Paso in Arizona, Texas, right. apparently. Uh, his body was discovered a year later in 1990, but it wasn't positively identified for a further two years, so 1992. Okay. Now, poor Patricia was probably chained up with her dead husband next to her in the back of the truck for hours whilst he drove to find a decent place to to dump the body. Right, okay. Because he, 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 he liked to fuck with people in figuratively and literally. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. So he would definitely, definitely do that just to just fuck to, your yeah. head. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's Just awful. to fuck with him a bit, yeah. Yeah, yeah. So after disposing of, of Big Doug, I th- the feds think that Patricia was held captive for about a week, during which she was subjected to Rhodes' tried and tested routine, hours of you know, continuous torture, rape, beatings, whipping, being, being held captive in chains the entire time. Yeah. And we, and we don't really know what precisely went down, because, again, Rhodes has kept his mouth shut 
yeah. It's not saying a single thing. And it's in the ninth, early 90s, so they probably didn't quite know, work out. But he could speak. Yeah, he could speak, obviously, but he wasn't going to. Because he's done for this, but yeah. he's not going to. He's just he's not saying anything. He probably got bored of it and wanted a, a new play thing, because that's how he saw his his captives. Yeah, yeah. Just like weird, random, torture sex slaves that do what he wants with, and then when they either too fucked up to, to scream or he gets bored, onto the next. So he led her into the woods and shot her to death. Shot her? Yeah, multiple times in the head, apparently. Which, I suppose... It's the way to do it if you're going to kill someone. Yeah. I'd, I mean, I'd you're going to confirm a death if you shoot them several times in the head. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's, pretty, it's pretty conclusive. Unless you're the Terminator, obviously. Yeah, it just starts head coming back together. Yeah, and his bullet just falls out and then like, liquid goes back into your head. And then you're like, oh, shit. Your head's back I've messed with the wrong person. Bye. Because the T-1000. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> the T-1000. Was it the T-1000, the liquid metal one? I don't know. Fuck knows. Fuck it, I'll watch it tonight. Uh, she was found in October 1990 by two deer hunters and she'd been out there for several months. She was badly decomposed. Um, even though her corpse was in quite a bad way, it was obvious that she, Patricia had been violently sexually assaulted, and the body was like put in like a weird, grotesque position. Okay, she's like you know displaying her, so to speak. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <coughs> I suppose. I, I mean, why would you do that? Just to fuck with whoever, play games with with the police? I don't know. I don't know. For his own amusement, probably, probably his for his own amusement. He might have just liked looking at people in that position. I know it sounds. It could be as simple as that. Yeah. He might not have done it to fuck around with people. He might have just done it because he liked the look of it in that position. I don't know. It's like a puppet or something. Yeah. Bad, bad. Uh, She wasn't positively identified until 2003, which is 13 years later. Um, The feds only realised that this unidentified body was Patricia using sort of modern, up-to-date dental forensics. See what I mean? This is years later. Mm. It's entirely likely there's victims in the system, so to speak, whether they're on ice in a morgue somewhere or just at least having details taken from the crime scene that could be pinned to him. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So there's loads of shit which could be there still for yeah. him. Yeah. And a- along with all these these um truck these long haul truck driver killers, there's a lot of people out there that it's not just him obviously that's responsible for the bodies, but there's so many. There's so many. Some of them have got to be him. Yeah. I mean, I mean, like you say, if he's not speaking, I think that just kind of tells you, doesn't it? I mean, because if he hadn't done any more and he'd just been genuine, okay, you might get some which won't speak, but I think they'd just go, look, honestly, I know I'm done and I'm in prison now for forever. I haven't actually done any more. You can, I'm, I really mean that. Yeah. You know what I mean? That's what how I, I think that's just a logical person thinking that. But, I mean, what, what you wouldn't be upset about it because you're in prison for four murders or whatever it is. But you'd be like, I honestly didn't do it. You can link it to me or try, but honestly, I have not done it. I think it's games. I think it's control. They're yeah, just yeah, it's, it's, they do it. Then they Ted Bundy was like that as well. And mm-hmm. you know, they all, if they don't tell someone, they've they've got the upper hand on them because they feel like they've got the information that they want. Yeah, they feel like they're in power, but they're not. Mm. They're not bitches. So do you remember in part one when I recounted Nicole Tuttle's case? She was held captive and tortured and raped for like. Two weeks or yeah, something yeah, yeah. horrific before escaping Rhodes when he failed to put them handcuffs on her. Yeah. Well, she positively identified Rhodes to police a few hours after her escape, but she didn't want to press charges because of being completely terrified. Well, the same day she escaped, the 5th of February 1990, just after police released Robert Rhodes, he travelled 15 miles up the road to Pasadena in Texas looking for someone to replace Nicole Tuttle. That fucking same day, man. So he finished her off on... 
Well, she got away. She got away, yeah. yeah. And he got pulled, pulled over by oh, police with a torture wagon in the back of his car. But yeah. So th- let, let's recap on that. Um, he had her at knife point, didn't he, from what I remember? For two weeks. Um, but at, at the final stages, he had her at knife point and she, didn't she talk I, him out of it? And, and no, he said no, no, no. That was one of the one of the other survivors. Nicole was... Um, she was beaten. She was horrific. Oh, yes. She was. She escaped, didn't she? And then she spoke, yeah. Right, sorry. I was just getting mixed yeah, up. Yeah. She was beaten people. horribly, yeah. raped, and, and, and managed to escape. Alerted yeah. police, yeah. And who immediately put a call out, and they pulled Robert Rhodes' truck over. Yeah. And, and she yeah. went, yeah, that's him. That's well, his no, truck. She said no at first, didn't well, she? She yeah. said it's his truck, and then she went, it's not him. And then she went, um, yeah, it at was him. At the police station, yeah. it was him, yeah. Um, so that's, that same day, after a very close call with the police, because they'd already got him, but they let him go, um, 14-year-old Regina Walters, which is, I mean, straight away, fucking 14. It's getting, it's yeah. getting dark. And her 18-year-old boyfriend, Ricky Lee Jones. Yeah, I think he needs some questioning <laughs> as well, <laughs> to be honest. 14-year-old and 18-year-old. Yeah. yeah. There's a lot of that, isn't yeah, there? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Happened in, yeah. I, don't yeah know. I, think, I think he needs questioning as well. Well, the police did want to question him for precisely that. <laughs> yeah, it doesn't surprise me. So like, you yeah, what? You what? You're 18 and she's 14. Okay. <laughs> well, they were looking for uh, a lift after Regina decided to run away from home following an argument with her mom. Vulnerable lady to be taken. Mm-hmm. That's why he's done it. Yeah. Uh, so they thumbed down roads and jumped in his truck and off they went. So there's a bit of background here. Regina's mom and dad were divorced. Mm-hmm. Um, and she lived with her dad in Houston, in Texas. And they... I think she was spending like a few days at her mom's house. Her mom was called Caroline Walters, and that was in Pasadena. Mm-hmm. Uh, her mom, uh, Caroline, had been at work. She was working like whatever late. She came home, and Regina was was gone. Yeah, right. Yeah. No disturbance or anything like that. No message on the answer phone. Just gone. Just gone. There's, there's. I mean, like, there's no note. I mean, this is back in the day before mobile phones. So like, you had to like send a carrier pigeon or a, f- or a smoke signal to get. <laughs> Do you <laughs> know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, um, so Caroline called her ex-husband and a load of Regina's friends saying, does anyone know where she is? And they were like, nah, no one's heard from her. And so she put up some like missing person flyers around town and Mm -hmm. after a few days, nobody had come forward. So she reported her missing to the cops right after a couple of days. I think she should have done that probably by the evening at least. Yeah, I I thought that too, but apparently she runs away a lot. Ah. But anyway. Okay. So, um, she didn't mention Ricky Lee Jones being with her because she her mom Car- Caroline didn't know yeah, yeah. that Regina was was with this person. Yeah. So um and the thing is like I said she'd run away multiple times. So police were like go home, chill. She's she'll done probably this before. Do, yeah, she'll probably turn up on the on the doorstep crying. Say I'm sorry. Yeah, she'll probably turn up on the doorstep after being raped crying. Yeah, just yeah. turn a blind eye and wait yeah. for it to come at no. Just wait for the truth to come out. Different times mate, innit mm. back then. You wouldn't do it now. No. You'd be on the, f- you'd be straight there within ten minutes of someone going missing. Yeah, days. What? So after several days, police get a a phone call from somebody who had seen a girl fitting Regina's description with Ricky Lee Jones at a party with a guy called Bill Gibb. Right now, police recognise. Is he the unknown brother of the Gibbs? Yeah, he was. He was in the Bee Gees. Yeah, and, yeah. Uh, He was. He was the rubbish one. Yeah. He was just there for the party. Yeah, yeah. He's like <laughs> Jesus' <his> brother. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. He was just there. Yeah. Was it Craig Christ? Craig Christ. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so yeah, he's just there for the party. He can't sing. He's just he's just there milking it. <laughs> so the police were aware of of Bill Gibb and um, uh, Ricky Lee Jones because they were wanted actually for like connection with a car theft. 
Right, okay. So when they said Regina's with them, they were like, right then, we don't know where Ricky is, but we know where Bi- where Billy Gibb is. We yeah. can just go to that. So they pulled him in for questioning, and he said, yeah, I saw them at a party like four days ago, and uh, Ricky mentioned that they were both heading to Mexico to cross the border to go and live with some of Ricky's relatives, right? So at this point, police suspect that they'd run away because Ricky was 18 and Regina was 14. Yeah, yeah. And obviously he's going to get in a lot of trouble for being with a minor. And that's why he's going to Mexico. And especially as Regina's registered as a missing child. Yeah, that doesn't help, does <laughs> it? Next next to the, on the computer screen, you know. Yeah. Underage, missing child, oh dear. And he was wanted for car Kidnap. theft. And yeah. it's like, fuck, that's why he's ran, you know what I mean? So Kid- they put Kidnapping, car thefting, paedophile. Yeah, yeah. So that's why they put a, a warrant out for his arrest, right? So both Ricky and Regina's details were put on a computer database system thing. So if they were picked up by police at some point, cops could run checks on their ID and it would come up that they're wanted for, or at least Ricky's got a warrant out on his for arrest. Yeah, yeah. And then they pull him in. Until that happened, Regina's family were told, there's nothing more we can do, just sit tight and chill. I don't know how you're going to chill, but just <laughs> try just, and just, do just, it. Just, yeah, just relax, you're fine. So that's not fucking good. I mean, like, yeah, a family are going to worry and feel helpless, but they have absolutely no idea what has really happened. Yeah. They're thinking this is horrendous, this yeah, is horrendous, they think, but that's fucking think, best case scenario. They're thinking, fucking arsehole Ricky. Yeah. That's what they're thinking, but really, Ricky, Ricky ain't there. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Ricky's not, not in a good way. Yeah, no, no. February 1990, when uh, Regina and Ricky got in Robert Rhodes' truck. I mean, we can safely assume that Ricky was <coughs> dispatched fairly quickly because I think he was seen as sort of like an obstacle. Yeah, but he's, he's the harder one, isn't he? He knows he's the harder one, so if you get rid of him, then you've got an easy target, then, haven't you? And That's how I'd see it, if, if I was a murderer, that is. Yeah, if I'd done it before, I'm not done. <laughs> uh, <laughs> but it's, again, another couple. So his, his, his only known murders are couples, which is, it doesn't. Sounds a bit weird. I don't think that's that doesn't make sense that you pick pick couples unless he gets a buzz out of doing that as well. Maybe, maybe, maybe I don't know. Maybe likes. Well, you said he likes the fear from the ladies and the last one, like with the the torture and the pain. So yeah. maybe the f- the fear that her boyfriend's just had a head blown off, or yeah. whatever. Yeah, yeah. And I don't mean sucked off. I mean <laughs> shot in the face. Yeah. You know what I mean? Then then maybe that he likes that as well. The fear of that. Well, that's what they her. that's what they reckon. They reckon that Ricky was led out the truck and shot, and they suspect this because of notes and drawings found in Regina Walters' notebook, which was recovered from Rhodes' apartment. Right? He drawn a picture of a gun apparently with a knife and drops of blood coming off it, and then next to it, like some scribbled scrawling saying "Ricky's a dead man." So it's, it seems pretty. Oh, he drew it. Yeah. Over, I was going to say. I thought you said that she drew it. I was thinking, the bitch. Know, how, how does she get time to do that? So like, while it's happening, sketching it out. <laughs> So it's it's very likely also, again, like Patricia, that Regina witnessed her boyfriend's murder, which is exactly the thing that, that he'd do, just to fuck with you, man. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So over the next 14 days, 14, da- two weeks, mate, 
When you go on holiday for two weeks, imagine being captured by a psycho, rapist, sadistic murderer. That would be a good little business, actually, <laughs> wouldn't it? The the, the um, rape and torture experience. Two weeks, so. you can get paid for it as oh well. Yeah, yeah, be booked up in fucking two seconds, that will. The rape probably and torture would. experience. I wouldn't be surprised. It probably would, you know. There'll be people, as long as they don't die. <laughs> <laughs> I bet you people would do it. Yeah, I know it sounds do. mental, but there are, there yeah. are nutters out there. People want to get the knobs cut off and killed and Wh- et by someone. I'm oh, sure there's, yeah. yeah. sure there's going to be people who, who want a, a two-week raping experience or something. <laughs> I mean, you might be onto something. Yeah, it's a franchise there to be opened up. If Let anyone wants to buy uh, the idea, rise at gmail.com. Yeah, um, buy my idea off me. Uh, you know, I've copyrighted it right here, right now. <laughs> so I've got to mention Nicole Tuttle again, who uh, who got away. Now, she said that Rhodes cut her hair with razor blades, um, and Rhodes also shaved Regina's head, and he also cropped her vaginal area. Let's just say that the shaving of pubic hair and the cutting of of head hair, really like making it really, really short, was kind of like a, a ritual or a signature. And it, it seems that he was trying to humiliate and make his victims look as young as possible. Now, I think that it possibly goes back to maybe some of... It's a weird thing to do. It's, do you reckon it could be like something that... Harking back to the abuse that maybe his dad maybe. carried out on him? Because he said he did suffer badly at his dad's hands. Maybe. I mean... It's a weird thing, though. The thing is, right... I can most you can obviously agree with most things leading from um, young age, but there's going to be certain things where people are just tapped. <laughs> I mean, I mean that that works linking because it 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 you know it, that, that kind of shit happened, didn't it? Yeah, you know it what did, I mean? Yeah. So, but some people might just go, no, I just did it because fucking I don't know. Like, I've got bags of hair. Yeah, yeah, just like bags of hair. Yeah, <laughs> I'm making a hair, making a pillow, human hair jacket. Yeah, human hair. J- I bet you it'd be warm. I tell you, one of the hottest things to put on toilet roll. What? Okay. How did you? Someone put, like wrapped it around me, a mummy, like um, Halloween. Oh, I'm right. telling you, you go to the Arctic with no clothes on and, and a couple <laughs> rolls of bog roll, you'll be fine. That's you'll like, be fine. Homeless people use like um, newspaper, don't they? Very good insulator. Lots of different layers. Traps yeah. yeah. <clears throat> Apparently so. So Regina, anyway, she was um, subjected. We know what he did. Horrific rape. Stripped her naked. Chained her up. Tortured intimately with pins and hooks. She's 14, man. Fucking, I mean, beat her up. He whipped her. He used oversized dildos. I know that sounds really crude. And people are like, why did you, why, why did you even mention that? But I've, I've, I thought about not including that little bit there. But it's important to know that if I just wrote down torture, you're not really getting a, a good insight into well, uh, you can how interp- evil this geezer is. You can interpretate torture in any way. <laughs> interpretation of it. You could... You could Interpretate <laughs> it the way you want to, so it could be like you know. I mean, if you said he's just torturing with pins, yeah, you yeah. go like that. Oh, well, that was it, and then cut or something. But if you don't mention that, that's a different type of torture. Mm. It is a torture, but it's a different type. It's it's like a sexual abuse torture. It's the next level torture. Yeah, yeah. Isn't so it? you need to, as much as it sounds wrong that you have to say that. You have to say it so people get the idea of what know what we're dealing what's with. Happening, yeah. It wasn't like just locking you up yeah, for yeah. a bit and that was torture. Mm. He's doing a lot of work. Yeah, yeah. And I'm sure there's... M- I mean, these are the ones that we know. Yeah, yeah. It's... Exactly. So how many of us were there? That's the big question. He also made poor Regina wear sexually provocative clothing, like high heels and short dresses that belonged to previous murder victims, which is double fucked. And he, he knew how to inflict as much pain as possible without actually killing his victim, because he, like we said, he wants screams. Yeah, he just yeah. wants you to fucking scream. He also photographed her multiple times, chained up in the back of his truck, 
and most of the photos are obviously not available. And yet, what it shocks me, man, because some are. I mean, how the fuck did pictures of a murdered fourteen-year-old girl get? Yeah, surely that was in the police. What? How did that get out of police hands? That's their. I mean, it's not their property, but they look. It's evidence. What the fuck is it doing on the internet? I know. I mean. Fucking hell. Mind you, you could say that about a lot of things over yeah. the internet. I mean, you can get all sorts of weird shit. I watched something the other day with <laughs> a Mexican kid just, just getting shot in the face about loads of times. Oh, I can't and His head it. just explodes. He was down on the floor and he just literally kept uh, shooting. No. What are you watching? It's not, it's not that I'm looking for it. People send it to You're me. You're a wank as well. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> People send things like this. Do you know what I mean? And you open it and go, fucking hell. You know what I mean? He's, I mean, it, it was like a piece of paper his head at the end of, it's end of it. Mate, it's horrific. You just think, how's that? How's that allowed to spread around? Sh- shit like that, I can kind of like, I don't understand, but I can understand how it gets on the internet because it's not coming from you know law enforcement agency, but stuff that is evidence. Yeah, yeah. And then becoming yes, ended up in okay. the public domain. What, you mean. Who the fuck released that? Proper, man? proper evidence, as in like it's in the police court. It's, it's murder evidence. Yeah, yeah, yeah. What the fuck? What the fuck, man? Um, there's an infa- infamous image of R- Regina in a deserted barn, staring at the camera like with her hands out like that. She's I think I've seen that image. Yeah, before. yeah. I'll, I'll, I'll put it on the, um, the episode post later on. Um, she's got high heels on, makeup. She's got a dog collar around her neck, which is fucking disturbing, and her hair cut really, really short, and, and obviously a look of terror in her face because she'd seen her boyfriend's murder at this point and had yeah, been yeah. captive for two weeks. She knew what was coming. Well, yeah. Well, if she, if she, if she. You know, if he's murdered her boyfriend, she knows she's going to die. Yeah. Or or he's got the potential to kill her because he's yes. just murdered a fucking boyfriend two weeks yes. ago. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think she knew. Yeah. I, I think, she, I mean, you would. How could you doubt somebody when I you're know. in that position? Yeah, and you've been tortured for two weeks as well. So it seems Rhodes gets bored of her at some point and decides to kill her by garrote. Um, he twisted a wire with a stick around it, around her neck, 16 times, apparently. Or he counted it. No, but the forensics did. Okay. When they got her, they obviously they, you know, the the rope was tapped around sixteen was times. It, it was a, a, just a stick he found in a barn with um some some wire. Right. Okay. Apparently, a head nearly came off. Okay. And uh, her body was left completely naked to rot in a barn. I think it was in Illinois. Um, this whole time, Regina's family are, are waiting for her return. Yeah, they're going, fucking Ricky, you little prick. Yeah, Pedophile Ricky, trying to <laughs> basically <laughs> yeah. he took her to fucking Mexico. So they're there in Mexico giving. Like a dollar to someone to find him or something, and it's not happening. Yeah, because he's she's dead in a barn. Well, basically. they're thinking they'll get pulled over. Ricky's ID will be flagged up on that database, yeah. and there's a got warrant a file. We got a daughter back. Yeah, and it's just not happened like that. That was never going to happen, mm-hmm. mate. Six weeks after Regina went missing, out of the blue, her dad received a phone call at home, and his number's not publicly listed. Mm. So someone had to know the number. It's from a random man saying. I cut her hair short and she's in a loft in a barn, right? So Regina's old man was like, is she alive? And then he put the phone down. Right. And then later that night, Rhodes also called Caroline Walters, who's Regina's mom, and he said, look, we should we should meet up. I don't know, he was like, I know information or whatever. Um, oh, he tried to be, pretend he was someone else sort of thing. No, he was, he, he didn't lead her astray. He, he was, she knew that this geezer was in yeah, some yeah, way yeah. responsible. Yeah, yeah. Um, so they agreed to meet up. There was a, a location was chosen. Uh, cops were undercover cops accompanied her, but shockingly, he didn't turn up. Obviously, <laughs> he's just yeah, fucking yeah. with them, mate. He's just yeah, fucking yeah. with them. He called Regina's mom several times, once from a phone box round the corner from the house. Now the police figured out to uh, triangulate, like you know they're doing these cops and robbers programs. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And uh, when they got there, 
um, he was gone. Um, and that's all the family were aware of until mm-hmm. his arrest. So they're just sort of sitting there going, what the fuck, we're getting phone calls out of the blue. Yeah, yeah. We don't know what's going on. Um, that must be terrifying. Yeah. I mean, you know what I mean? It's just a case of your daughter's been missing for ages. You think it's just Ricky, and then suddenly you get this phone call, and you get someone, you might think it's someone fucking around, but it's you, not don't Ricky. Take, you don't take that... You don't take that chance, do you? you? Go. This could be real. This. It's a lead. Yeah, Somebody wh- knows. Why something. is he doing this? You know what I mean. Well, even if it's a random call, they know your number, mm-hmm. right? Which is very random, and you happen to have a missing child as well. You know where they live and stuff it's as well. Ra- it's yeah, too yeah. random. Yeah, yeah. It was definitely they knew it was involved. Mm-hmm. But what can you do? On the thirtieth of March, nineteen ninety, Rhodes picked up twenty-seven-year-old Katie Ford at a truck stop in Arizona somewhere. Again, picking his victims carefully because. Katie was mentally ill. I don't know what was wrong with her. It doesn't really matter. But it's kind of like, like we said in the in part one, he was picking up people that were, if you could, mentally handicapped or challenged in some way, or drug addicts. Yeah, because it's plausible deniability. Yeah, they're yeah. screaming because they're mad. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. But she was trying to get to Texas. So Rose was like, listen, I'll take you as far as I can, like more than halfway, whatever. So off they went. And once in, I mean, you know the crap by now. He forces her into the back of his sleeping compartment, um, but Katie didn't go without a fight, apparently. She uh, she bit Rhodes on the arm quite badly and scratched his face, right. which looked well dodgy when the police finally got to him yeah, because yeah. he was all bashed up. Yeah, yeah. Now, what happened there, sir? I fell down the stairs. Yeah, yeah. With a bite chunk out your arm. Yes. Yeah, did you land on your own arm with your mouth? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> what? And you scratch yourself on your face, as you do. Mm-hmm. You're scratching your face whilst landing on your arm. Yeah, it could happen. I mean, it could, <laughs> but it didn't. <laughs> so he over- overpowered her during the fight, chained her to the wall of his truck, and then began his normal routine of whipping her on her legs, across her stomach, on her breast, punching her, kicking her. He put crocodile clamps on her nipples and her vagina lips, man. I feel like I should. There's no need for me to say it, but there is. Do, do you got to though? Because you got to, like I say, you interpretate, talk, interpretate. interpretate. I'm gonna <laughs> keep using. That's gonna be my word. I think. No, interpretate. Um, torture. I'm not even drunk. <laughs> I'm drinking coffee. I'm not I'm even drunk. I'm gonna go to work. <laughs> interpretate. <laughs> That's it. Brilliant. But, but you know, you need to know this. To yeah. to realise what kind of torture he's doing. Yeah. Which is next level. Well, the crocodile clips is, I mean, that's continuous, non-stop pain. And when you're armed, when you're immobilised because you're chained up, it's, just, I mean, <laughs> it's horrible. Yeah. I've he's thought it through. Yeah. He's really thought it through. Well, in the er- early hours of the 1st of April, 1990, it seems that Rhodes got tired um, so he pulled his truck over on the side of the I-10 highway in Arizona and slept in a cab whilst, you know, this poor woman's chained to the wall just behind him. But he fucked up, though, because he parked on the off-ramp, I think, like the, or the on-ramp or whatever. He's yeah. in a really, he just put his hazard lights on, mm. and a, a, um, a police officer called Mark Miller, he sees the truck and he thinks, that's in a weird position, looks like Why it's stranded. Yeah, yeah. It's got his hazard lights on. I'll head over and see if, if the geezer's all right or ask him to move. As he gets closer... He can hear a woman screaming in the back. So he's like, what? He takes a look in and he sees a naked lady chained to the wall, badly injured and bleeding. Now, when Katie spots the police officer, she begins hysterically screaming because she's like, fucking hell. I'm saved, yeah, yeah. This could be safe. So this is one of those things where you're the copper, you put your finger to your lips and go, shh, yeah. shh, look, you're safe, but just pretend the same so just we can get the bastard. Co- yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, at this point, Miller's like, what the fuck's going on? Yeah, yeah. The, uh, what's happening? And then um, he's, ab- he's about to break in and, 
I, I'd ask Robert and go, what are you delivering this package to? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Is this that murder-rape experience? <laughs> yeah, yeah. I've only recently heard of, of it from Robots for Eyes. <laughs> I mean, how much is it? Is are you it a time traveller yeah, as well? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. It's like fucking years in the future. Isn't yeah, it? yeah. Um, so, yeah, he's going to break in, but as he's approaching the side, I don't know, just going to bust the lock or whatever, mm-hmm. Rhodes gets out of the cab and he starts calmly walking towards the police officer. Apparently, he was really relaxed. And immediately, the first thing he says is, hello, officer, I have a gun in my pocket. Mm-hmm. Right Now, Miller said that when people admit that they've got a, a shooter on them, it's it's usually the good guys that do that because they don't want any problem. They're like, hello, officer, I have a gun yeah, on me. Because you can. Well, not good no, you guys. Can. But you yeah. can carry a gun. So he's yeah. like, I'm just letting you know I've got yeah. a weapon, whatever. Yeah. Um, now, initially, Rhodes tried to talk his way out of the situation, which is something he'd done before, because with Nicole so, Tuttle... So how, the, how do you talk yourself out of that fucker? Well, he, he probably thinks he did with Nicole Tuttle. Yeah, yeah. Because he got away with it. But he's, but this cop has seen the person tortured in yeah. the back and crying. You'd be like, mate, if if he got away with that, he should be present. <laughs> yeah, maybe he is. You know what I mean? Because that's... You don't, how do you talk your way out of that one? It's, it's pretty mad, isn't it? Yeah. She fell over and chains fell on her and she somehow stuck herself against the wall with pins like, in her. She's just like a masochist and she likes she likes being in pain. She's a fucking really good actor as well, man. Mm-hmm. Look at her. Um, but Mike Miller was like, nah, mate, you're not talking... This That's not consensual at all. I mean, yeah, look at matter. you, mate. He's yeah, like, you've got deep scratches on your face. You've got a bite mark in your arm and there's a woman. And look at her, for fuck's sake. She's chained to the wall, bleeding and Crying, screaming. Yeah. This isn't so Rose didn't. So he took him in. He was like, "Okay, well, I'm going to put you under arrest." And he handcuffed him and uh, put him in the back of the patrol car. And Rhodes didn't protest. He didn't try, and he was just calm as fuck. Yeah. With with Rhodes in the back, Miller then went over to Katie Ford, who was obviously petrified. I think he covered her up with like a blanket or something. And then after seeing a close up, he was like, "Nah, this, this is, is this is yeah, some next level shit's going on." Not down. a game, this one. Yeah. So he heads back over to the. Patrol car. I think he was going to call in assistance, like, yeah. you know, some help or whatever. Mm-hmm. But Rhodes, he was handcuffed in the back with his hands behind his back at this point. Mm-hmm. Like, you imagine that, uh, locked in a car. What he'd done is, he's, because, so Miller's locked him in the back. He's just sort of forgot about him. Yeah, he's not forgot about yeah, him. Yeah. He's, he's not really an issue because he, he, he put his, he like scooted his hands under his ass and yeah. got him in front of him, undone his seatbelt and was trying to get out the, the patrol car when Miller came back. And, yeah. he, had, and he had a shooter, man. Did you not take his shooter off him? I would have fucking slapped him up and took it off him. Well, he, he said that it was without the slapping up part. Oh, he gave him a smack, man. He, yeah. he said at that point he realised that th- this was he wasn't behaving like a normal person, and he could have easily killed Officer Miller and then just driven off into the night, never mm-hmm. to be found again. Yeah, yeah. Um, so we give him a smack down because he was obviously trying to get out of the position he was put in. Backup arrived, and Rhodes was busted. At the station, he was like, this is all a misunderstanding. <laughs> Again, trying to talk it out, right? So police assessed Katie and they found, like, her injuries, mm-hmm. essentially, trying to find out what, what the fuck's going down. Found her nipples and her vagina had been pierced, right? Right, with the clamps and stuff. Clamps, hooks, yeah. pins, whatever the fuck, man. Her breasts had been punctured. She had red war, split skin all over her body from whipping, crisscross patterns, apparently. So he'd proper levered her. She'd mm-hmm. been punched and kicked. It was not... a consensual at all no. not in any way shape or form she was fucked up bad so they searched his cab then they found his rape kit in his suitcase oh the rape kit yeah forgot about that yeah yeah the and classic rape kit so at that point they were like okay you're under arrest for kidnapping Katie Ford <laughs> I thought you were going to say for having a rape kit <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> what about the, what actually happened you're no, under arrest for kit. having very low tread on your tyres there <laughs> yeah <laughs> So they um they didn't know anything else was going down at this point because it's just one bloke one woman in a truck 
just her kidnapping. Now we've got to mention Deborah Davies here, which is Rhodes' fir- third wife who um, who left him after, if you remember, in part one after he beat her yeah. um, and like raped her the previous year. She hadn't heard anything from for a year since she left yeah. until now. Obviously, Ro- yeah. <laughs> Rhodes calls her out the blue, uh, and he was asking, "He's like, can you go to my part?" Please, can you just break into my apartment and get rid of everything? No dramas, just destroy everything in there. Don't ask any questions, just incinerate the lot. She was gonna, she was like, oh, uh, I mean, I guess, okay. It's a bit weird. I know that you're a sexual sadist and you did rape me, and now you're in police custody. You just me. wouldn't, would you? you? Just go, you'd call, go, yeah, okay, and call the police and go, he's just told me to burn my whole, the, the, the whole apartment down. It seems that she was going to do it. It could be because she was scared shitless of him. Maybe. It could be because of that, but either way, the police got there um, with a search warrant and they went in and just fucking tore the place apart. Um, inside, they found loads of different pairs of like, women's clothes everywhere, which is odd because he was a single bloke and lived alone. Mm-hmm. They were like, What's all these clothes? They found soiled, dirty, shitty, like bloody underwear from lots of different girls. Loads of Polaroids of random women. Mm. They found used to take pictures of each one, didn't they? Yeah, yeah, like um, jewellery. Um, a, lot, a lot of the women in the, in the Polaroids were, were naked and, and chained up in the back of his truck. They found weird sex toys and loads of restraints. White towels covered in blood. Mm-hmm. And one was apparently completely saturated. It was red. Um, and that was him fucked, essentially. They were like, well, okay, we found you in that situation yeah, in yeah. the back of that truck. We've got all these video uh, pictures, sorry. Your house looks like that. Yeah, and you've got blood stained pants and... It's just towels everywhere. Yeah, it's just a clusterfuck. So yeah, they yeah. charged him with kidnapping and assault of Katie Ford. Nothing else, though. Yeah. Um, because, I mean, even though there was loads of evidence, there was no bodies. So it could have all been circumstantial. Just right. because you've got a towel covered in blood doesn't mean you murdered someone. Yeah, yeah. It could be you cut yourself several times. And just because that woman's in a picture chained up doesn't mean you killed her. Yeah. Could be they someone like, gave that to you. They, they, they kind of like figured it, though. They were like, what? Yeah, yeah. So he was, <laughs> he was sentenced to six years in prison for... Katie Ford's abduction and torture, and he was meant to, he was going to be released then. Mm-hmm. Like good behaviour, <coughs> might be out in four, and he'd be free to go. Which I mean, six years considering what he did to her, what we know he did to Katie Ford in the back, yeah, yeah, piercing it's her and whipping her, and they gave he him only got six, six years. years. It's mad, isn't it? That is what the fuck, man. So what they did whilst he was locked up for this kidnapping is they combed through all the evidence found in his truck and his apartment and just desperately tried to build some sort of a case mm-hmm. against him whilst he was still locked up. So we can't have this fucker out again. Yeah, can't all, happen. Yeah. And then more damning evidence soon appeared. I think it was on the 29th of September, 1990. So Rhodes is in custody at this point. A farmer was checking a derelict barn on his land, and apparently he was going to burn it down, and he just wanted to like make sure there was nothing in it. He hadn't left a tractor in there, or yeah, you know yeah. what I mean? Um like he's checking for hedgehogs or something, <laughs> I don't yeah, know, yeah. <laughs> whatever yeah, the fuck yeah. you do. And he finds uh, Regina's naked body tied to a beam up in the loft. And at this point, cops didn't know this was one of Rhodes' murder victims. Yeah. It was She was just one of the literally hundreds of female bodies that yeah, were yeah. found, yeah, which yeah, is yeah. really disturbing to think of. It is, isn't it? Uh, police checked the scene out, and they also noted that she had shaven head hair and shaven pubic hair, and they found... Sh- like shreds of material from a white towel, like fabrics, mm-hmm. like tiny bits of like, you know, whatever, little particles. Um, and we know that survivors said that he made them stand over towels to collect the blood. Yeah. And then they found a fucking towel. Load of ta- yeah, yeah. 
So, but they didn't know this. All they knew was this was a it's young little, girl. Little, little clues, but not not linked yet. It's just yeah. there. It's just there. Well, the police yeah. officers they're going, "What's this? Why is this?" They here? didn't yeah, probably yeah. weren't even aware of. I mean, this is different police forces. They mm-hmm. probably weren't even aware of Rhodes. No, no. It's just another young girl. Mm-hmm. Um, that was until a police officer, a female police officer, I forgot to write her name down, but she overheard the investigation team talking about a young female body being found in a barn. And mm-hmm. by some fucking miracle, that policewoman also worked on Regina's disappearance and remembered Regina's dad getting that strange phone call where the bloke said... She's in a barn. Yeah, yeah. And she was like, fuck, no way. Did yeah. you say she's in the barn? Could be Regina. So obviously the family were called and positively identified her, which is... Horrific. Yes. Yeah. Her boyfriend, Ricky Lee Jones, was charged for her murder in absence because they're just assuming... That he'd done it, yeah. Well, it makes sense, doesn't it? His last person yeah. he fled she, with her. She's no sign of her whatsoever now. Yeah, yeah. he was a car thief. He's gone. He's gone, which means he's ran away. Yeah, which she hasn't. He's dead somewhere. But so cops think they know what's happened at this point, mm-hmm. and that was until police trawled through the photos of women found in Rhodes' apartment. A few of them were of a girl with short hair who looked like Regina, and they were like, "Fuck, call the family." Yeah, who's this? And they were like, "Yeah, it, it, she looks different because she's got short hair, but that's her." Um. I mean, she also had two birthmarks on her neck, mm-hmm. apparently, which right. were visible in the photos. So okay. they could, they were like, that's definitely, definitely her. Yeah. So um, they also, uh, as well as these these photos, they were to able to determine the approximate length of time that she was held captive because she had bruising on her legs that was showing signs of healing. Okay, so it was yeah. big in one picture, and then it was yeah. So, so in other words, they. Yeah, that happened earlier on when she got caught, sort of thing, yeah. before she got it's killed. a slight healing yeah. process occurred. Mm-hmm. So, like, okay, so that's Regina Walters. Um, where did she go missing? Like Pasadena. So they were like, okay, let's do some checks in Pasadena in Texas, the area where she went missing. Mm-hmm. They ran checks for the actual day that she vanished. And what do you know? Robert Rhodes' truck was in the area just 15 miles away down the road from where Regina disappeared. Now, they know that he was 15 miles away because... Records indicate a young woman called Nicole Tuttle positively identified Robert Rhodes as the dude who kidnapped yeah, yeah. and tortured her. And what's more, her evidence, her account, indicates that she escaped a situation which is exactly the same as the one that Katie Ford was found in. Right, okay. Chained up in the back of a tick, fucking truck. Tick, tick, tick. Yeah, yeah. And luckily, police had taken Robert Rhodes' name down that night that Nicole Tuttle escaped. Yeah, so yeah. they were like, you're fucking done, yeah, son. Yeah. So they carried out some more search of Rhodes' apartment and they found a notebook which turned out to belong to Regina. Mm-hmm. In it contained phone numbers of her mum and dad which explains where the phone calls. Got. Yeah, yeah. That's how he was able to. And um, also his truck's travel log showed that he was 100% for sure in the area when um, where that phone box made that call to, to right. Regina's. He was literally by their house. Yeah, yeah. Oh. Creepy cunt, mate. Yeah. Um, and uh, yeah, they found a, a note saying that Ricky's a dead man. And okay. a, a knife. Yeah, yeah. And they were like, well, it's not in Regina's handwriting. So now... Ricky's not the one that killed him because yeah. it seems like Rhodes has killed. Yeah, he's definitely killed her. So Ricky would have been with her possibly. And now he's gone. And yeah, unless they had an argument and legged it, but most likely he's been murdered as well. So whilst in prison for the kidnap and assault of Katie Ford, Ricky mm-hmm. Lee Jones's body was found on the 3rd of March 1991 in Mississippi. And in 1994, before being released from prison for kidnapping Katie Ford, They'd built like a damning case against him. Yeah. Rhodes was charged with the murder of Regina Walters and sentenced to life in prison mm-hmm. with no parole. So, so that was in 
fucking done. You're sent down now. I suppose if he's already in prison for six years, you don't have to put it forward straight away. You can go, look, he's in prison now. Let's just really build this case up solid around him. And then when it gets close to the time he's going to leave, we just go, here we go, murder case, boom. We'll hammer him then. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. But it wasn't over because 11 years after receiving his sentence for Regina's murder, I think it was in 2003, as I mentioned earlier, Patricia Walsh's body was found by deer hunters. This time they were able to use DNA evidence found on her body to positively identify Rhodes as the culprit, or at least it puts him definitely next to her body. Yeah, yeah. Whether he was there at some point. Even if he didn't kill her or not, yeah. he, he was there. And considering what we yeah, know yeah, about yeah, him, yeah, he's yeah. like... I'm pretty sure we did, yes. I thought it was mad that they were able to isolate DNA, considering that she'd been outside for, what was it, 13 years? Mm. It's amazing, isn't it? Maybe they didn't find DNA, they just fucking done him anyway. Well, he's a nasty fucker, and he's in prison for murder, you know what I mean? But the only problem is with that, if he didn't do it, the, the murderer could still be out there. Yeah. So and the plenty you've are. got you've got to make sure it's right. It doesn't matter, does it? Doesn't matter if they're like like killed millions of people. You have got to make sure that it's the right one. Yeah. Otherwise, there could be an, a one-off murderer still about. Yeah. You've got to go through it as fine a tooth comb as possible. Yeah, yeah. Weed out all the uh, discrepancies. But her husband, um, his body, Douglas Sikowski, he was identified back in 1992, but it was a dead end until this DNA breakthroughs came to light, mm-hmm. uh, linking Patricia, Doug, and Rhodes. All to all together essentially. Yeah. So in the face of that new evidence, Rhodes was taken back to court in 2012, and he admitted killing Patricia Walsh and Douglas Sikowski as part of a plea bargain to avoid the death penalty. Okay. Because he's in prison for he's never he's not coming out. He's no. done for Regina's murder. Yeah, yeah. He might as well just fucking do a plea bargain because they're going to kill you, but you're not going anywhere anyway. Yeah. So you, you, yeah. You're just there. You may as well. Yeah. He was given two additional life sentences, bringing the total to three, which is weird because he wasn't... I couldn't find any information about him being found guilty for Ricky Lee Jones' murder. I just think there was an an absence of evidence that could pin him. But they know that he did, but they just can't prove it. Okay, well, yeah, I suppose they need, like you say, they need the right evidence to prove it. Even though they go, look, we're looking at you eye eye to eye, and we know you've done it. Yeah. I could be an investigator. I could, couldn't I? Yeah. I know. We, we know you've done it. Just admit it. Why they should allow torture back? Yeah, just get a pin, stick it in his dick hole. He probably now talk dick. Yeah. No a nail. <laughs> yeah. Through the table. Bosh on the end of it. Impact driver. <laughs> PK. <Yeah. laughs> so that was him done. Yeah. So he's still alive apparently. Rocket. Well, rocking around in jail. Yeah. I think he's been attacked several times. Yeah. Doesn't surprise me. Bastard though. Yeah. He's a bit of a dick, isn't he? He's a horrible fucker. Um, social media winner Ah, is Mark Ashby. Mark Ashby, well done, son. You are this week's winner. You get, you get part two of um, Robert Rhodes. Part two, yeah. You get the murder part. The yeah. first part is like... Is, uh, it's the build-up. It's the build-up to it, yeah. And then um, you got the murder part. So, yeah, well done, well done. Uh, thanks for listening, guys. Keep sharing. Keep sharing, yeah, get on it, and um, I want whack a t-shirt or something next week, depending if we get loaded, I don't know, whatever, probably yeah. shouldn't have said that, got to follow it through now. Fuck! Well, I, over 50 again, we'll do yeah, that. We'll do that. If yeah. you don't do it, tough. We'll hold you to ransom. Yeah. Uh, if you want to get in <laughs> touch with us, you know what to do, just find us wherever you can find us. Google, Patreon. Yeah. Oh, you haven't mentioned that, I forgot that even existed. Yeah. So we've got that, but you don't have to do it if you but don't want to. Couldn't give a fuck. It's just there. Uh, we've got to mention it. Enjoy it and listening. Yeah. That's all that matters. That's it. Um... We'll be back next week at some point, being as it's Christmas, not sure when. Probably do that vodka roulette, I reckon. Ho, ho, ho. That'll be a laugh, yeah. Have a good Christmas, everyone. Yeah.
Merry Christmas. And we'll see you all next week. And a Happy New Year.